The Beacon, celebrating when God uses the unexpected to do the unexplainable. Hey, well, greetings and welcome to The Beacon. We are so glad that you've tuned in to this episode. And uh, today, as we celebrate ways in which God uses the unexpected to do the unexplainable, I am joined again by my faithful co-host and friend and superintendent of our sponsorship school, Phoenix Christian Preparatory School. Say hello to Jeff Blake. Hey, good morning, Steve. Good morning, everyone listening to The Beacon. We thank you for listening. And Steve, I am super excited about this morning's guest. You know, I think my turkey hangover is wearing off after Thanksgiving. And uh, I know that you had an opportunity to spend time with your immediate family and some others on Thanksgiving. How was it? It was amazing. We were in beautiful Philadelphia in a little town called Eaglesmere. And we practiced safe Thanksgivinging according to COVID <laughs> protocol. <laughs> We tried to keep separate from our turkey at least six feet until it was time to eat, and then we got after it. But uh, Jeff, um, I, I don't know how to say exactly how excited I am about our guest today, just because uh, I, I mentioned off the year, I've been fortunate over the years maybe to know more than my share of coaches, of young adults through time uh, around Phoenix Christian and other campuses, and uh, just, just no coach that I love or respect or admire more than Coach Mo Streety. Uh, introduce the folks to Coach Mo, if you would, please. It would be my honor and pleasure. One of the things I'm, I'm, we're going to learn most about Coach Mo, he has a radio voice that we're going to get to hear here in a little bit. And one of the things I love to hear is uh, Coach's deep voice out there encouraging our students. And one of the things I know and love about Coach is one of the first things that folks will mention about him is he is a community networker. And Coach has a lot of involvement in a lot of community organizations. And it's our pleasure and honor to introduce him more broadly to our community this morning through the beacon and to introduce the organizations that he represents. But he is a living curriculum as we celebrate around here as he invests in our young athletes and young leaders. And so our pleasure to have Coach Mo on the show this morning. Well, and just to highlight a few of the hats that I know he's he wears and is proud of, first of all, that being the head track and field coach at uh, Phoenix Christian Preparatory School. He's also the football manager for the Arizona Cardinals. And and uh, in addition to that, athletic director for Murphy Field of Dreams, the Murphy District in Phoenix. So, Coach Mo, welcome. Welcome to the program. Great to be here, gentlemen. Thanks for having me. Well, we're, we're so excited for the listeners to have an opportunity to, to hear your story, to get to know you. And, you know, as we, as we kick it off, maybe uh, one of the things that, that I, I think... I may have known, but have forgotten is just your background. Where, where are you originally from? I, I met you and have known you as a Phoenix guy, but, but where, where are you from originally? Um, I'm from Detroit, Michigan. I got to Arizona by way of the United States Air Force. I coached football right out of high school, which is why I have 40 years experience at such a young age. <laughs> um, I started coaching high school football right away. And incidentally, the first player I coached went on to be a Pittsburgh Steeler. I went from there to Missouri. The next player I coached, uh, be it Air Force, he went on to Princeton, and then he had a shot in the NFL. I still didn't get it. So then I came here to uh, Arizona, went to Moon Valley with uh, Pastor Travis Brown of CCV. He ends up in the NFL. You know, I won't say um, the reason, but uh, I did work with him, and he's one of my first speed campers. So from there, um, I got here, and um, a few years later, I ended up with Phoenix Christian, the Rotary Club, and the Arizona Cardinals at around the same time. Well, that's awesome. And so, you know, a bit of a shift 
from Detroit to uh, to Phoenix for sure. Oh yeah, um, namely the weather. A friend sent me a, a screenshot of back in the day in Detroit and what it was like to go to school um, 30 years ago, maybe 40 years ago, almost 50 years ago <laughs> this week. Easy does it. You fit the shot of us walking to school in the snow. And uh, it was like a canyon. It was like the, the Grand Canyon. And I knew back then that I wanted to go to, um, I wanted to go to Arizona. I looked at um, um, the legendary uh, weather guy. Uh, I forgot his name from NBC. Big Dewey guy. Hopper. No. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're talking about, uh, gosh, what is that guy's name? He was the the Smucker's birthday guy, right? Yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> and, and I saw him. And he was talking about Arizona. Then I watched the Sun Devils game, and they were interviewing um, the head coach. And you could see the flame of Sun Devil Stadium. And I was under a blanket. I was watching TV with my little <laughs> sister. And I was pointing and saying, I'm going to go there one day. That's where I'm going to go. And I was about about 50 years ago wow how about that man that's exciting well I, on behalf of all of phoenix and certainly phoenix christian we're thrilled that god led you here jeff go ahead well i was just thinking well uh you have quite a history up in the in the cold weather and you connected uh part of your story with with phoenix christian that the doors really began to open help us understand what happened there you know um through coach retain uh, part of my spiritual journey began with him and Hall of Famer Aeneas Williams. And um, I was at Desert Vista. Um, things came to an end for him at Desert Vista. And I had temporary insanity. I thought I wanted to be an athletic director. So <laughs> I went over to Horizon when it opened up. Horizon, Awatuki Horizon Community Center. Uh, I started the athletic program. So that's something I was doing at the time was starting up programs there, Veritas and a few West Side charter schools. And I was kind of growing bored and uh, I was presented the fact that I wouldn't be an athletic director long. It would be attendance and discipline. Um, Coach Rattay told me that he thought he was going to get the shaft at Phoenix Christian. Mm. I laughed and said, well, I'm looking forward to it. John Hagee had said something about if you get fired or if you lose a job, rejoice and look forward to what the Lord has for you. I told that to Coach Rattay, who wasn't too happy at the time. <laughs> and a few weeks later, he took the job at Phoenix Christian. I came with him. He asked me, would I be the track coach? And without seeing the track, I said yes. But when I saw the track, I, I fell down on my knees like Nehemiah. And that's been my <laughs> foundational prayer at the beginning of track season ever since, because I surely sat down there and I almost wept because it was going back to, I went from Desert Vista's Nike five-star track to the gravel pit. <laughs> but, um, the people at Finnish Christian changed that within 18 months. So that's my story and I'm sticking to it. Love it. I, I should mention Coach Mo, I think I've mentioned it to you before, but my first job at Finnish Christian besides teaching was chalking the all-weather track for the track meets and out there measuring meticulously where all the different starting lines were in the yard lines <laughs> man that was so thank uh, you pretty amazing and I, I was like what have i done and uh <laughs> and i made a i, I kind of made a covenant that okay i'm gonna stay here and then uh, when they built the track um 
uh, Mr. King, Mr. Van Hoffwagen, and I want to say Howard Billings. They they mentioned they're going to build a track. Uh, I forgot the other guy's name. I think it started with an H. He he was a demolition guy. He, he blew up everything. Forgot his Pro- name. Probably John Womer. That's who it is, Womer. Warmer was like, don't have us blowing up this track and doing all this stuff and you plan to leave. And I said, I would stay as long as they want me. Um, tracked twice. The track was in ill repair. It was falling apart. And um, I was ready to leave. And I guess AT&T messed up the track. And it was like, well, you can't leave. And uh, then when Mr. Blake took over, I just decided that I'll, I'll just keep sticking around. So... Uh, well, I, f- I feel the same way. That's a big vote of confidence for Mr. Blake for for me as well. And, and you know, it's interesting. You mentioned something in that story, that account about an unfortunate incident where the track was was really damaged. And, you know, interestingly enough, it was probably at that a season when, you know, Phoenix Christian over 70 years, you know, you go through peaks and valleys of, of provision and you think, okay, we're in good shape. And then all of a sudden you're not. And then you think, okay, we're, you know, we're, we're doing well again, but that was at a season when it was going to be tough. I think for Phoenix Christian to write a check for the cost of a, a high end track repair or replacement like that. And then, you know, uh, this cellular company needed to do some work on their towers. No problem. They have access, but Somebody took kind of a sharp turn with a giant tire and tore a big gash in the track, and there's no way to no way to patch something like that. So, praise God and and uh, and thank goodness for AT and T. Talk about God using the unexpected to do the unexplainable. You know, there was a need there without any real idea of how that was going to be uh, solved, and and God came through in a way that I don't think anybody would have imagined. It was like um, my foundational at Phoenix Christian is is, is Joshua one eight, but it's it was founded on actually Nehemiah. So when that went down, uh, I remember just praying Nehemiah prayer. I go through those thirteen chapters every February, every spring. It, it takes the whole track season for me to read it. I read the different versions. I will go mm-hmm. through the message. Um, the King James and Aeneas Williams taught me to read different versions, including the Amplified. Let that be my dictionary. Uh, that'll keep you from doing what you want because you 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 see all these these vessels and vowels and you don't understand it. But uh, that fixed that for me. But yeah, you know that's that's maybe three times, uh, two or three witnesses where I kind of almost wept on the track and you know. You know, here we go. All kind of different things happen. Um, the latest being um, Zach coming sure. over, you know, rising up as a great sprinter just when the, the cupboard was so-called bare. And um, I had been scouting him since he was a fifth grader, waiting on mm-hmm. him to get mm-hmm. to high school. And uh, just when Coach Leary was thinking, man, I don't know. I said, where do you see this kid in high school? And, uh, you know, Aeneas told me I had the gift of, on-site athletic identity. He told me that in a Bible study and a prayer meeting. And um, all that time these things were happening, that's the def- definition of what was going on. You know, um, along the way this happened, along the way that happened. It's just, that's the way it works. That's what happened with with Jesus on his way to Lazarus, which is Aeneas' son's name, mm. who uses our track. <laughs> you know, uh, he's an ASU student now, 
But on his way to the tomb, Aeneas made stops. I mean, not uh, Jesus made stops along his way, and different people touched him. It's interesting, you know, and, and the key is they're on the way. You know, we're not sitting around waiting. We're, we're taking some steps by faith. Lord, you know, lead me as I go, but I want, I want to be useful to you. If you can use anybody, I usually pray, then prove it by using a knucklehead you know, like me and God's been faithful. So we're th thankful to have Coach Mo Streety on the program. We come back in this next segment. Coach mentioned Aeneas Williams a few times, a beloved Cardinal player from the, from the past. We're going to look into that relationship, talk a little bit about the investment that his friends made in him spiritually. And we just thank you for tuning into the Beacon. You're going to want to come back to this next segment and hear more about and from Coach Mo Streety. The Beacon is presented by Phoenix Christian, a school celebrating excellence in education since 1949. Learn more at phoenixchristian.org. Well, hey, we want to welcome you back to this second segment of our program where we have, uh, as a special guest, Coach Mo Streety. We're, you know, we're honored at The Beacon to be aired each week on 960 The Patriot. You can also find episodes anywhere you find your podcast by searching on The Beacon and uh, We've been doing this for a while. There's a bunch of great programs and a little summary of each. So check it out when you get a chance. You can also go to phoenixchristian.org forward slash beacon. And uh, there's information there as well. But having Coach Mo on the program today is truly an honor. And Coach, in our last segment, we were talking about a journey and that how even Jesus, as he was on the earth, as he was going from A to B, there were specific things that had been uh, you know, put in place for him to, to be available and useful to his heavenly father for, for the glory of his father, for uh, the sake of the kingdom, both on earth and in heaven. And uh, in that regard, you know, we're to, we're to do likewise. We're to be, you know, on a, a journey ourselves and be sensitive to the Holy Spirit that dwells in us and be available and useful. And there's some, some men in your life that you've mentioned a couple times already on the program that I know mean a great deal to you, in part because as your journeys came together, there's been an investment for the sake of eternity in you. There's a spiritual connection that uh, that goes really deep. So uh, let's talk a little bit about that. I mean, I had occasion years ago when Aeneas was playing with the Cardinals, you know, again, in that sort of prayer, Lord, if you can use anybody randomly, use a guy like me. I had a chance to do a chapel with the Cardinals and come in and do a devotion before the game and met Aeneas and some of the other players. And and uh, that was one of the coolest things I've ever had the chance to do. I mean, those guys were so engaged and so uh, interactive in our time together. Uh, it was it was a huge. I mean, I came to try and and hopefully give them the word and encourage and and uh, administer to them. And I, honestly, I think I walked away feeling more encouraged maybe than I was able to encourage them. So talk a little bit about that season of your life and and the way that friendship. Uh, you know, has, has played out for you? You know, it, it started as a, a, a relationship in Moon Valley. Uh, we had a player dealing with the legal situation that they ended up in the AIA courthouse. And uh, <laughs> Aeneas and those guys were there. And he taps with me on my shoulder and says, hey, I'd like to talk to you afterwards. And I looked at him. I didn't know, I, I really didn't know who he was, but I, I was familiar with him. Sure. And then on the other shoulder was Frank Sanders saying, mm. 
Oh man. Telling me that my life had just changed. And I'm thinking like at that time in my life, oh yeah, you, you got that right. Um, I didn't know what they were saying to me. Um, and Nears would ask me, he, he would go to track meets at Moon Valley and then later at Desert Vista, but at Moon Valley, he noticed my kids had a certain arm swing and the way they carried themselves on the track. And he wanted me to be his personal trainer and that changed my whole world. Hmm. Um, he went on to set a few records with the Cardinals, um, longest touchdown run for interception. Um, he had multiple interceptions for touchdowns during his tenure with the Cardinals. Um, and when he went to the Rams, uh, it's amazing that you talk about that connection that you have with them. And then there you go along the way, mm -hmm. while he was touching you, this would mm -hmm. happen. Uh, cause he and Frank would end up at Phoenix Christian with me. And mm -hmm. I'm thinking that no one knows about this school. And they're like, oh yeah, we know all about Phoenix Christian and coach Brown. And I was shaking my head like, wow, really? Uh, he's a legend. I had mm -hmm. no idea that, you know, um, we will cross paths, but uh, ended up in the Neus's Bible study, which really slowed me down and uh, changed my world. And that led to me being born again. Um, that led to me going over to Desert Vista, which led to me coming here. Mm -hmm. That led to a relationship with Frank Sanders, which yeah. led to a flag football league, uh, a fledgling league. We started at Phoenix Christian. Um, Maybe some of your kids were on it, but a lot of our older kids, um, Sean Eichler was sure. on one of those teams. I got pictures of him. I'm waiting for him to get famous so I can break out those pictures. Um, <laughs> uh, he played in one of the first Cardinals state championships. It was Finnish Christian versus a track team from East Lake Park. It was very one-sided. Um, Sean just found out that all those girls that were running around circles on him, they... Um, end up with track scholarships with major colleges. So um, that led to a Cardinals league, Frank Sanders league. Frank goes to Baltimore. It becomes a Cardinals league. The Cardinals see what I'm doing. Um, they tap on me and they bring me in. And then here comes Tony Womack. Mm. Hey, well, I want you to train me. I saw you with Aeneas Williams. Uh, here comes Anquan Bowden. Hey, I see you at that private Christian school. Can I have my football league there? Mm. Anquan Bowden, Frank Sanders League to Anquan Bowden League to uh, Tony Walmack Baseball yeah. to Darrell Revis. We had a string of first round picks that, that allowed me to make it affordable to our Phoenix Christian folks. Um, it, it kept the cost down to, it keeps the cost down to this day uh, to a minimum. So one led to the other. And Aeneas leaning over a bench telling me your life has changed. <laughs> um, and also along the way, um, Barry Peretz in the Rotary Club saw what I was doing at Phoenix Christian. His granddaughter was following me around and made it a dissertation. And I didn't want her following me around, so I was grumpy Coach Mo. Uh, <laughs> Pre-season Coach Mo is not the nicest guy in the world. And uh, she followed me around, did a dissertation. Granddad asked me to run the program with the Rotary Club. Um, and then along the way, Luis and Deja said, Hey, can you run the Cardinals youth program as well? And running our camps and other mm. things. I wear a lot of hats with the Cardinals and it all started with those gates at Phoenix Christian. How about that? Oh yeah. And that, and that pivotal moment at the, I, I like how you phrase it, the AIA courthouse. 
Yeah, it, it, it was. I stayed there, you know. <laughs> I'm friends with Coach Ritay. So, you know, yes. they're always knocking on our doorstep uh, to no avail. Um, Is it true that they have a most wanted board at the AIA and that Coach Ritay's picture may, may or may not be on it? A picture of Coach Ritay and I'm his mini me. You know, uh, there were a couple of articles written about us. They ended up all being favorable. One sure. of the best was a uh, an article on prayer in school, front mm -hmm. page of Arizona Republic years ago, Finnish Christian. And I didn't know I was on my way to Finnish Christian. It was a desert vista. Mm -hmm. And they mentioned Finnish Christian. I was like, oh, yeah, that Christian school, mm -hmm. and um, which was far from my mindset at the time. You guys were public enemy number one when I was at Moon Valley. Those <laughs> Christian schools during my small days at, at Moon Valley, they didn't want the Christian schools to get out there because they didn't want them to be like the um, the brophies in the St. Mary's. That was a real fear. And when Jim came over, that fear came to light. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, there's a lot of lot of memories there and, and all through it, you can see woven in the, the perfect plans of, uh, you know, our Heavenly Father. And I, I have to say again, that uh, I for one, and I know I represent a, a host of athletes and their families and fans over the years that are grateful uh, to the Lord for uh, the opportunity we've had to come alongside you as God's been using you at Phoenix Christian. So when we come back in our next segment, we'll talk a little bit more about what God's maybe been teaching you lately and, and where he's got you headed. And uh, we'll continue to celebrate. Again, so honored to have Coach Mo Streety on the Beacon today where we celebrate ways in which God uses the unexpected to do the unexplainable. Uh, do come back and join us for our next segment. The Beacon is made possible by Phoenix Christian and listeners like you. Well, hey, all right. We want to thank you again, listener, for tuning in today. Whether you were in your car cruising around on a Sunday morning listening to 960 The Patriot, we thank you for tuning in. If you're on the treadmill, way to go. You're looking great. Keep it up. And uh, we're glad you're listening to us while you're working out. And uh, wherever you are, whatever you're doing, we're, we're thrilled to spend this time together with you. And we're honored to introduce you to our, our, our uh, guest and, and treasured friend, uh, Coach Mo Streety. And, you know, Coach, we're recording this in what seems like a perpetual uh, whirlwind of uncertainty, a global pandemic. And, you know, uh, every day brings some new angle, some new report some new uh, concern and, you know, praise God in heaven above that, you know, the circumstances don't dictate, um, you know, our, our story that, that we, uh, while we're in them, can know with great confidence that the God of the universe is in complete control. He's not taken off guard as we are sometimes and, and that he's promised to use every circumstance that comes into our life to further conform us to the likeness of Christ Jesus. So, you know, with that in mind, I just ask you with the backdrop of everything that's going on and, uh, and even today as we, you know, are putting this program together, the, the big news in Arizona is the city closing recreational parks and, and turning away 
uh, just thousands of athletes and families uh, from, from the Phoenix market who were going to travel in and run tournaments and stuff. In light of all of that in the field that you're in with the confidence that you have in, a, in an almighty God, what is he teaching you? What are you, what do you think God is, is, uh, is, is giving coach Mo to take away from this season of our lives? You know, even during a pandemic, he's allowed us to grow. Yeah. Um, we, we, we restarted our youth program and we had more kids in both programs than we had neither in either before. Um, I was talking to, to one of my sons and it was about faith. And I just said, man, it's easy. I'm not going to wrestle with this. It's Hebrews 11 by faith. All these mm -hmm. things happen. These guys walk that way with a promise that they would never see. So I think that might be, you know, where, where some of us are. Mm -hmm. um, I needed to send some of my young athletes uh, some scriptures and I ended up um, taking a roadmap through the Bible. And it was really, uh, I ended up in all places in um, reading about Nineveh, you know, and when the king was facing annihilation, his prayer. And it was, hey, let's fast for a certain amount of days. Maybe the Lord will have mercy on us and not destroy us. And that's where, that's where I ended up. You know, hey, let's, let's, let's fast. I fasted. I had some of my athletes fasted, uh, some of my close friends. But it was, we also being forced into these, we're all um, broadcasting from our little, little areas. You know, uh, Jeff is lucky enough to be in his office. This is my new office. Um, <laughs> that made me think about how I can continue to work. And the only option I had at the time was really Phoenix Christian. Um, the Field of Dreams is a city park, but it's also on county land and a school district owned by the Rotary Club. So I can do what I want there. Same thing with Phoenix Christian. But I just consolidated everything to Phoenix Christian. And then um, by faith, Tara calls me. We end up with 20 plus kids and uh, almost 30 in our program. And then all these college kids who have nothing to do right now and nowhere to go. We have three major college prospects throwing the football at Phoenix Christian to kids that we hope might want to come to Phoenix Christian. So I'm just letting him lead me and use me to make Phoenix Christian the same platform we had at CCV. I would like to do that at Phoenix Christian. That's my um, agenda right now. Phoenix Christian track can be like CCV. Football, baseball, and I'm gonna start with our elementary kids. Yeah, well, that's great. Well, as a, as a granddad of a, of a young elementary kid, I'm pretty excited about the future and, and uh, excited by the way you're shaping and the way God's setting it up. And you know, for those of you who are listening, uh, you know, we're, we're excited to say that God's using PC, that the campus is open. The students are, are moving uh, through the, the season that we're all in, uh, you know, led by Superintendent Blake and some teachers that are pouring into them. And we come back in this next segment, we're going to talk a little bit about students. I'm going to ask Coach Mo for a couple of reflections on athletes that maybe you haven't heard of that have had an impact on him and he's had a chance to pour into. So it'll be exciting. We'll finish strong. In our, our fourth and final segment, we hope you'll join us here on The Beacon, and we'll continue to celebrate ways in which God uses the unexpected to do the unexplainable. Come on back for this fourth and final segment 
you are not going to want to miss the wrap up. Phoenix Christian believes strongly in its rich history and bright future, now equipping students from pre-K through 12th grade. Learn how you can help continue its legacy of Christ-centered education at phoenixchristian.org forward slash support. You're listening to The Beacon, presented by Phoenix Christian. Well, here we are again today on the Beacon Radio Show and Podcast. If you happen to just be tuning in, uh, boy, you picked a great program to listen to with uh, Coach Mo Streety as our guest. Also on the program, I have Jeff Blake, Superintendent of Phoenix Christian, Phoenix Christian Preparatory School, of course, the sponsor of the Beacon. And uh, and guys, it's just been it's just been great getting a chance to celebrate uh, God's work in, through, and around uh, Coach Mo and his involvement and those that have come in contact with him. And you know, it's interesting. Um, I often think about the idea that, you know, as much as somebody might consider themselves a, a loner or want to, nobody's in a vacuum. None of us are, uh, you know, without an impact. You're all, we're all going to have an impact. The only opportunity that we have is to sort of decide what kind of impact that's going to be and, and to recognize the folks that we come in contact with. I don't care, you know, who you are or if you feel like, no, man, nobody, nobody's listening to me. Nobody's watching me. I, it's not true. It's just not true. And and Coach Mo is one of those guys who is intentional about the impact that he has in the lives of of, uh, of young people. And we have a number of those relationships in common over the years. Many of the athletes that have have run track for him or been on the football field that I've had a chance to cheer for. And and then after that, for some 20 years now, you know, uh, so many young adults that have gone on to uh, to be to be servant leaders in their home. I mean, to their kids, they invest as, as, uh, as dads and moms and in the workplace, they, they lead by a great example and the discipline, some of them that were shaped early in their young adulthood, uh, you know, through the athletics that they were involved with or in the classroom, whether you're a coach or a teacher, Jeff, you know, there's, there's just uh, nothing quite like a teacher who gets a chance to hear from a former student who says, you know what? This thing that you said that you probably didn't even realize you said the way you said it the time you said it has stayed with me for my entire life. I have those people in my life and I'm so grateful for them and uh, I do my best to let them know. So Coach Mo, when you think about that as much as we're pouring into others, those students are making an impact on us too, right? Oh, yeah. And, you know, you two are both part of that journey. You know, uh, you were here when I got here. Um Mr. Blake, uh, I used your classroom um, for my video. I was the only track coach that probably used track and field and scouting material. Um, and again, along the way, staying with that principle, I got there and there was Kyle Ging, uh, um, an all-state all runner, um, ended up uh, on a huge stage. He got hurt, but he was on a huge stage at Boise State in the Fiesta Bowl, middle mm -hmm. linebacker when Boise State got put on the, on the map. Ben Smith was a great player for us. I believe Ben ended up at Wyoming. That's right. Um, um, Nate Huss, these mm -hmm. guys got us a lot of um, press, you know, and all positive press. 
even though one one press they tried to turn it against us ended up being a blessing to us because they were mm -hmm. the, the republic at the time they were wrong about their uh, their description of Phoenix Christian and Ben Smith in particular. Mm -hmm. um, um, Nate Huss's story was uh, compelling. It taught me, these guys taught me that I had to coach differently and from a more spiritual um, um, point. Um, the, you know, a, 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 spring, a string of great sprinters didn't start with me. There are Phoenix Christian um, athletes were featured on AIA track and field um, coaches clinics films, you know, um, a lot of, a lot of your great hurdlers, um, Van Hofwagen broke the record of one of our school teachers. Um, he was a great sprinter for us and a state champion. And boy, was that a competitive moment because he had to break that record for a lot of reasons. <laughs> and, uh, and he made sure I knew that. And then the tradition, continues with a new breed of sprinters, uh, of athletes, where you have um, Zach Wheat there. Um, um, COVID messed it up for him, but I told him, watch, God's gonna use you yeah. um, and put you on that pedestal again as a champion, just be ready. Uh, Cause he is one of the top sprinters in the state going into this year and God willing, we have a, we have a season. Uh, his brother humbled me years ago, my first year, cause he chose to wear a bodysuit. And he didn't have the body for that. <laughs> now, come on, that. come on now. We we got to give Wes a shout out. He's got he's got a Wes, body and a half. Wes saved me as a sprinter because he did that. Uh, he wore it. Kyle Gein, the guy, was like, hey, let him wear it. He might win his heat. I said, you win your heat. I won't say anything to you. And boy, did he win his heat with his one piece, making me change more than one color that day. Uh, and I. <laughs> And, and I could never live that down. And he saved the day again because he also came over and saved a plumbing issue I had over here that I couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't fix. And then there's my retay, my retay relationship again, uh, which was always spiritual. Mm -hmm. um, on our Super Bowl journey, I'm working with Simeon Rice, a Cardinals and a legend, uh, Tony Womack's out there. So the, the news came out there to check out Simeon to get some B-roll footage. And there was Tim Rattay, uh, James Jones, who was an NFL Network star now, and, uh, and Jenkins, another receiver with the Packers. Um, two of them were hurt. Rattay was a free agent. I had just came fresh out of a Bible study from Aeneas the day before, talking about the possibilities and how God is going to use you. Rattay was in the background. Rod Graves saw it, called me on the phone. Hey, Mo, what are you doing out there? He, you know, I'm, I'm training these guys. Um, I think Simeon was a free agent as well. Tim Rattay, oh, he was at the end of his career. He was with Tampa. Right. And, but anyway, the focus went on to Tim Rattay. Mm. And me and Rod Graves got on the phone. Next thing you know, uh, is he here? I said, yeah, I'm here. Bruce Cooper was here. <laughs> and next thing you know, Wizard Hunt, they, they got him back in there and he ends up on the team. And we ended up in the Super Bowl. He set a record. He has a record um, for something about touchdown passes um, in a playoffs. I don't, I don't know what the record is, but he holds it. And um, it's just part of my walk. The, the, these guys who uh, are spiritual connection, and now he, Rattay is a, uh, a quarterback coach and a coordinator with Oklahoma State. 
it, 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 it never, you know, it never ends. This cycle, um, looking at these elementary kids, even yeah. Mr. Blake's son and his little buddies. Yeah. Notice the new gray hairs. Um, <laughs> he and Declan and uh, all their little buddies uh, brought in a new wave of youth football. The last time we were a championship football team was when we had a competitive elementary and junior high football team. We have heart for the city, yep. but we need to add to that. Yep. Uh, and that is what attracts these other kids that wanted two blue chips that come in um, as a testimony that we've had. We've had two All-American or All-State running backs come to Phoenix Christian because of our junior high program or mm -hmm. because they were able to fellowship in that little tunnel at the north end when the kid, hey, I want to come to this school because mm -hmm. I want to be a Christian at this school. Um, there's a string of players that that still hasn't um, ended with our uh, our current crop. The playoffs didn't end like we wanted, but uh, me and Coach Cole have an increasingly uh, closer relationship. We're starting to find out what each other's role is. Neither were what we thought they were. You know, uh, he was ready to dump the whole football team on me. Hey, just go in there and you can take all of them. I said, well, actually, I don't want most of them. <laughs> I just want like the two or three fastest. Um, yeah, so um, we, have, um, we have a great future at Phoenix Christian. Um, it starts in the second grade uh, yeah. and we want to go to these kindergarten and first grade kids. That's our next wave after the holiday, God willing, um, a child will lead them. A child yeah. will lead them. Yeah. And those kids are, it all started with our Phoenix Christian elementary slash light and life kids. Those are our championship years. So my way of helping out coach Cole without being on the sideline, and if that's what it takes, if I need to be his Aaron, like I was with Coach Rite, I'll, I'll join him on the sideline because yeah. uh, I would like to have another ring to add to the collection. It's been too long um, with our rich tradition. But these young kids, even with these kids, I made a mistake in practice one day. I said, you people need to get it together. Man, the kids fell out. They had a little conniption. We can't believe you said that. You people, you can't say that. They're, they gave me a verbal beatdown. Um, and they let me know that, you know, hey, you can't use that kind of language, coach. What do you mean, you people? Who are you talking to? And uh, it was, it lasted like 20 seconds. That briefly, not even 20 seconds. It was over as quickly as, as it went. And the biggest part of that testimony was, those kids, I'm like, well, who's your favorite player? What do you want? What position you want to play? They were naming every player in the National Football League. Mm. The diversity. Mm -hmm. It didn't matter what color the player was. Mm -hmm. The kids were, I want to be this guy. I, I want to be that guy. I want to be this guy. I was like, wow. It's almost the same thing that happened 20 years ago with Eichler's crew. Mm -hmm. I want to be Anquan Bowden. I want to be Aeneas. I want to, the same thing. I want to be Jake Plummer. Mm -hmm. So we have a good little team. Um, we have a chance to fellowship this weekend. Newsflash, Mr. Blake. 
we have kids from off campus coming on Saturday. <laughs> they're going to play in our annual Cougar Bowl that we're going to continue. And that's going to give us a chance to reach out, do football probably every other month, which is what the kids want to do, and sprinkle a little track and field and our first little Phoenix Elementary baseball camp. We want to open it up to the whole community. CCV started their football program at Phoenix Christian in our gym. It's 600 strong. It's been as many as a thousand. Uh, now I'm like, why can't I do that? Why can't we do that here? That's why we call it Cougar Junior Football, Phoenix Christian Community Football. Um, we want people in the community to know that those big fences are to keep the bad people out, not you. We want everybody in. <laughs> we want everybody in. It's a secure place. The helicopter flies over every day. I feel secure. Um, <laughs> the ice cream truck drives by every day. That's like the, the, the police on their way to do the lowest work in the armored truck. Me and the kids call it the ice cream truck. And um, so that's my next goal is to make this a, a CCV-like destination from South Mountain to North Mountain, from the 51 to 51st Avenue. That's my goal. Well, Coach, we love you. We love your enthusiasm. And uh, we love some of those guys that you mentioned. Uh, you know, Wes, Nate, uh, these guys, you know, um, they're very yeah these these are these these are men now that are our leaders in their community and their households we're proud of them we're excited and there's scores of others that we could name there's not a long enough radio program to celebrate all of that so jeff uh you know let's thank our guests and give us a give us a, a quick minute on the, the hot happenings at phoenix christian well again we want to thank you coach we believe in you and you've had a chance here to share some of your vision i want you to know personally i'm committed to it and we believe in you as a, a community connector, a leader in our community. And I, just on a personal note, when, when you shared with me your, your personal transition and determination to walk intimately with our Lord and Savior, you are the kind of person we want around here in front of our students, in front of our athletes. We believe in you and we thank you for being present on this program. I want, this, I want the world to know the school is open. We're here to be COVID friendly and serve our community. You can visit us at phoenixchristian.org. Well, thank you again for tuning into The Beacon. Thanks to Coach Mo. Thanks to Jeremy, our producer in the studio. And certainly thanks to our sponsor, Phoenix Christian Preparatory School. The Beacon, celebrating when God uses the unexpected to do the unexplainable. Check out the other episodes. Tune in next week. Thank you for listening. God bless you. May you have an incredible day in Christ Jesus. Praise